Hello and welcome to Sustainability is Sexy, the podcast where we talk about all things sustainable from regenerative agriculture, alternative to single-use plastic, and everything in between. I'm your host, Liz Murphy, and each episode I will talk to leaders in the sustainability space to provide insights, innovation, and inspiration for all of us to create a healthier planet. Today, I'm joined by Katie Stokes, publisher and editor-in-chief for Edible San Diego Magazine. Welcome to the podcast, Katie. Thank you, Liz. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. I have been a fan of Edible San Diego ever since I moved um, about six years ago, and I know that you know there's been a lot of changes since then, including you coming on board. So I'm very excited to hear about what you guys have going on and what we can look forward to from Edible. That's awesome. I've really been looking forward to talking with you today. So I like to always get started learning a little bit about my guest's background um, to see what led you to actually either start your sustainable business or become involved with this organization. So tell me a bit about yourself. Thank you, Liz. Um, you know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately with, with how much has been changing since COVID, just doing a lot of personal reflections as we, we plan ahead. And I, I must say, I, I always come back to a moment when I was talking with Riley Davenport, who owned Edible San Diego before me. Um, we kept bumping into each other at network, networking events. Um, uh, this was, what, uh, six years ago or so. And uh, as we talked and got to know each other a little bit, she shared that she was wanting to retire and, and looking for a new steward for, you know, for the the business. And it just struck me, I I really recognized in Edible San Diego, something that I had found literally the most meaningful thing to me professionally over time. And, and what that was, was discovering that, um, a small group of people, as the saying goes, Margaret Mead saying, uh, a small group of people really can make a big difference if, the team is unified around um, a mission or a purpose that really energizes them. And I, I learned this in an incremental way uh, when I worked in nonprofits for almost 20 years. I, I started the Children's Museum in Escondido and then later led a, a, an educational foundation there as well. And so yeah. kind of just, you know, um, the school of hard knocks, all the learnings that you do um, in your young professional years and and just uh, had such an amazing experience in that community and and really with uh, the opportunities as a as a leader that you can take on and develop yourself, um, learn and grow and motivate your your team to grow with you and to take on, you know, ever bigger challenges. So as I was talking with Riley about, her company, and I had also been a, an avid reader for years before that, um, it just struck me that that's what Edible San Diego is. It, it is structured as a corporation, um, but it's mission-driven. And in it, I recognize the kind of, of work that I enjoy most, that I find most meaningful. And so long story short, it was it took several months, but we figured out a way, and my husband and I bought it from Riley and her husband. So that um, that's almost five years ago in, in uh, November. <laughs> I've seen it at farm stands. I've seen it, you know, at the markets, at a couple of, a, a lot of locations in San Diego. But I want to know, what is Edible San Diego? It's such a broad organization, you know, offering so many things to this community. So I'd love to tell our listeners about all, a lot of the things that you guys offer. Thank you. Um, you know, there I, I, I kind of experienced it in, on two dimensions at the same time. Um, the the most immediate one is that we're a locally owned, locally based media company. So as you said, we produce a quarterly 
print magazine that's all about celebrating the season, like our summer issue is arriving a week from today, and we're so excited. We really do put heart and soul in every single issue of the magazine. Um, And then um, one of the biggest changes I made when I took over was to see that the business needed to diversify. We needed to, to do an amazing magazine and other things as well, because the way that we define our business is that our purpose is to bring people together around local seasonal food in San Diego County. So on the one hand, that work is never done. But the way that we do it is we produce this quarterly magazine in print, which people always tell us uh, they love it. It makes them feel good when they read it. They read it cover to cover. They display it on their coffee table in their living room and keep it forever, you know, with little sticky notes for the recipes or, you know, um, a certain article that they wanted to to go back to. So people, <clears throat> I mean, I feel, we, we all do feel very uh, privileged and we feel the responsibility of how much people treasure the magazine. And so that's, that's really a lot of, a lot of fun. It's quite a creative process. Um, at the same time, when I started, I, I saw this need for us to diversify as a business, even you know, I'm not a digital native, but but I am a, uh, what's the right analogy? I, I do exist in this multimedia world that we all do, right? <clears throat> so um, so we began um, this 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 journey of, of really of looking at the website, of, of changing the way that we work and think with regard to social media. Um, our email um, outreach program has really evolved. And we've also started to add events, as you know better than most, because we've worked <laughs> together on events recently. So um, this whole notion of diversification, it's, it's kind of like like an ecosystem, you know, an ecosystem is more healthy if it's diversified. It has, if it has a lot of different members in it that are doing their own thing, but they're in a kind of a synergy or symbiosis. So we look at the company that way. Um, It's very organic, it's growing, it's evolving. And later, maybe we can talk about what COVID has done to everything in the, you know, in our world. But um, in answer to your question, uh, we, we are a media company. And so we enjoy that creative quest of, of asking ourselves, how can we connect with people where they are. You know, if our mission is bringing people together around local seasonal food, it's it's always a process, you know, just like each of us with our daily lives, we, we have the practice of, you know, maybe mindfulness or trying to, you know, eat in a more healthy way or, or prioritize um, our most healthy relationships, on and on and on. Well, with Edible San Diego, we're always asking ourselves, how can we um, in a way that is really unique to our business, how can we reach out to people and invite them in to this, this conversation, this, this kind of lifestyle of, um, and we've talked about this in our, in our events, Liz, but the the goal is not about being perfect or being Instagram worthy per se. It's about a journey, you know, for each of us uh, having a health journey as, as we go through life. And we want Edible San Diego to be a resource for people. So it's a place where people can come to for uh, wonderful recipes, for articles that they really won't find anywhere else about the men and women and, you know, birds and bees and, and the, you know, the, the land and the water that, that make the food system in San Diego County absolutely unique. So as you can tell, we're, we're excited about this work. Um, and I, I know that in today's world, especially there's no shortage of, um, of content. And I, I almost, don't even like that term because it sounds like such a commodity. You know, um, we think about our work in terms of connecting with people, not like 
the goal of making a lot of content per se. It's really this this open ended um, kind of process. That's kind of how how we think in the company. And I always um, talk with with our team. We have a, a small but wonderful team of people. Everyone's part time, but um, as I say, it's a very um, it's a very coherent, caring group of people. And I always um, make it a part of our culture in in the business that that changes the norm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's okay to be outside of our comfort zone. We are regularly outside of our comfort zone, but, but that's all just part of, of growing and evolving and um, um, being attuned to what's happening in the outside world so that we can take our uh, messages about, about wellness and, and the joys of, of eating in a mindful way and, and, you know, engage in that conversation with more and more people. Yeah, absolutely. And I, as somebody, like I said, that has, from the first moment I picked up a copy of the Tangible magazine, it, you can feel the locality, you can feel the passion um, of every person working behind the scenes and that are highlighted in the magazine. So it, it is just absolutely one of my all-time favorite publications. And then, you know, you go to the digital resources online or through the socials, and it's just endless and immense amounts of information. Um, for the community. And it's just such an incredible resource that you guys are providing. And what I'd love to to hear if you are, if you can think of something to share, do you have any anecdotes of, you know, from either a, a subscriber, a member, a reader, or even a farmer of how Edible San Diego has impacted their experience? You know, yes, there's, there's, there's a lot of examples. And it's one of the things that really um, gives us a lot of you know, wind in our sails. And it's the, the almost universality of the way that our readers talk about, about the magazine. And, and it's, it's a feeling that they're expressing and um, we marvel at it. We don't take it for granted at all. Um, but it's just so wonderful that it, it's such a, a kind of a, um, there's a kind of a commonality there. It's similar to what you just shared. And what, what we think that is about is that it's really important in our world nowadays to occasionally look for a moment to be able to kind of slow down, maybe literally sit down um, and, and just kind of be. And, and somehow our magazine from its very origins, even before our license, San, Di um, San Diego's edible um, began 12 years ago, this company originated in, in Ojai. Um, almost it'll be 20 years next year. And it was always from this um, place of, of uh, like friends or, or family wanting to share, share good food, you know, literally that, that simple of, of a, um, a kind of a gesture or a moment. And um, when I am out and about or our writers or, or our editors, um, and and or we get comments on online or social media or an email. Um, people talk about how good it makes them feel to sit down with our magazine, and and just kind of um, delve into uh, that slower pace of thinking and and the sensory aspects, you know, of turning the paper pages with the beautiful imagery. So to me, that that just leaps out as as one of our are kind of our guide stars in, in what we do. Um, we'll always produce the magazines even as we evolve and do more and more. But um, that is perhaps the, you know, if I had to distill uh, the, the really 
essential uh, part of our connection with people. It, it, it seems to be, it seems to be that. And uh, we are all on all of the other um, media, as you mentioned, we do put a lot of time and energy into social media, <clears throat> excuse me, email and, and the, the, uh, all of our stories and, and recipes and interviews on our, on our website. And that's an ongoing quest to make all of those platforms better and better. Um, so it's, it's, it's really about, you know, <laughs> like all of us try to live a, a life that reflects our unique interests and everything. And it usually ends up being that we, we each have several different interests at the same time. Well, it's the same way with, with Edible San Diego. We, we want to create a magazine that is just amazing like no others, but then also have that point of connectivity uh, if people are really into social media that we're there, if they're, uh, you know, doing Google searches online for um, either profiles of local fishermen or, or seasonal recipes that they'll find us um, on our website and, and on and on. So yeah, that's, that's kind of our touchstone. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you mentioned the tangible printed magazine comes out quarterly or seasonally and you have, of course, an upcoming release for the summer. Um, so what is the date that that is coming out? Um, it's actually going to go live online on June 1st, um, a release date. We stick really firmly to that. And then the, uh, the physical magazines will arrive exactly a week from today. So middle of next week, probably the 2nd of June. And so we'll start to get those out around the County, uh, you know, then. So they usually start to distribute the first week of, of the month. So of the distribution month, like June, September, December, and March. So, um, yeah, that was another one of my <clears throat> my commitments when I decided to take on this this uh, this journey with with Edible is um, is sharing the the magazine and and our other points of contact with people more extensively around the whole county, you know, so that it's as inclusive geographically as we aim to be inclusive in every way, you know. Um, ages, gender, uh, you know, um, eating modality, um, you name it, um, cultures, you know, it's, it's just, uh, San Diego County is the most amazing place, uh, in terms of our, our geographic location on the, the Pacific Rim on the border, um, with this amazing Mediterranean climate, climate, and then people from all over the world want to live here, you know, and, and visit here. So, um, we're so fortunate, um, in so many ways. And, um, our angle on San Diego County is to tell that kind of insider story that you you probably could find elsewhere if you looked and looked and looked. But we want to be that place where people know, oh, yeah, if I want to know, like, where the farmer's markets are or what's in season or how I can cook this this strange vegetable that I got at the farmer's market. You know, we want them to either come to Santosha Nutrition or to um, Edible <laughs> San Diego. In this series, we are talking to local sustainable business owners and organizations to highlight tangible resources within our community. Are you a local sustainable business or do you know someone we should be talking to? Email us at sustainabilityissexythepodcast at gmail.com. Where can people find the magazine and how can they support Edible San Diego? 
Gosh, you know, they're on the on the website is a list of all of the places that we distribute. We we're at most of the farmers markets around the county. Um, some of the smaller ones, we we can't always be there, or they run out when we've delivered um, some copies. So, the best thing to do is for folks to check on um, online, and there's a, a list of the places where we distribute. We also um, have magazines for free at our advertisers' places of business, which is a real amenity for them. And it's an opportunity for them to, um, you know, to connect with new people. Like if you find out that one of those spots is close to your house, you could maybe get over there and and pick up your copy there. So it's a, it's a wide variety of, of, um, of distribution spots around the County. And, and yet, as you, as you pose the question, thank you for that. Um, we really invite people to, um, to connect with us in a more active way so that we can basically make their lives easy, whether it's, you know, mailing you a copy to your home or to your place of business. We have a, we have, we have two, um, print subscription options. Um, and it's just, you sign up once and then these beautiful magazines will arrive to you, you know, four times a year. Um, we also have a digital membership where we produce a weekly blog on lifestyle topics. Um, that are such fun articles and our digital members also gain access to uh, benefits offered only to them by our participating business members. So that's a real neat point of connection. And then as most companies do, we have a a monthly um, editorial newsletter and that's free to sign up. And it's, it's a quick and easy way to just kind of dip in and see what's going on and, you know, bopping over to whatever stories or events might interest you there. So that's three ways for people to, um, to connect with us. And, and in all candor, as a, you know, a local business owner, it helps us stay in business and do, do this important work. If people actually, um, take that step of subscribing either in print or joining, um, online as a digital member, because, um, this was something I was hoping I could convey in our talk today, Liz, even super briefly, but, we we are a small company, um, but I you know we do have employees. We have a team of four people, including me, and then all the writers that occasionally write pieces for us, or the photographers that we work with. And and long before uh, some of the the ways of thinking that have become much more prevalent in this last year, we have always endeavored to really honor the creative work of the professionals that we work with. And the people who maybe aren't established writers or photographers, but who do really awesome work, and we are happy to work with, with always, you know, with new people. But we really endeavor to to pay people fairly for their work, whether it's writing or proofreading or photography, and and living in San Diego it isn't inexpensive, as we all know, right? So, so for a business, we're we're, um, we're like all other small businesses where we're in that challenging kind of hot spot of how can we create really, really meaningful value with, with, with our line of work, you know, stories and interviews and photography and recipes and all that. How can we do that in such a way that we're honoring the, the labor and the, the talents of the people that we work with <clears throat> while still being able to, um, you know, pay for all of the other expenses involved in, in the business? And, you know, that that's part that falls to me, you know, as a business owner. And um, it's just like running a family budget. You've you've got to be on it, you know, and, and creative and and all of that. But um, without going into more detail than that, I just wanted to share with people you know, we're the real deal. We're, we're actual San Diego County residents. We, we try to work really hard and be efficient with our time and, and deliver really high quality work. And it helps us if people will 
maybe complement the fact that we distribute our magazines for free and the vast majority of our of our stories and recipes for free online and in print. And if they just take that step of becoming um, more connected through a, a subscription or a, a digital membership, it literally helps us, you know, keep keep things flowing. And um, and people will see our prices are very low um, out of consideration to, you know, um, the diversity of the people that we're trying to connect with. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, um, I don't know, just a little bit of a heartfelt um, story there about uh, we have high aspirations and yet we're also rooted in the real world of business. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, I know you know how that, how that rolls. <laughs> yes. And I'm so happy, Katie, that you shared that with us today because I recently became a digital member um, and Thank you for that. it's incredibly accessible and affordable. And I have found amazing value um, from becoming a, mem- a member. So I highly recommend to all of our listeners Thank you. Um, to, to, become a member of Edible San Diego um, digital platform. It is, you'll find so many resources and um, it's just beautiful. And it's an amazing and simple way to support a locally owned um, and very, uh, you know, impactful business here uh, in this community. So thank thank you. you for sharing that with us. I appreciate it. So something that I always ask my guests um, is for you to share with us one of your favorite sustainable products or practices that you have in your own life that our listeners um, may benefit from? <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So one, let me think of one. Um, one, one thing. Okay. This is, this is um, a, daily, uh, a daily practice for me. I try to plan my meals ahead of time, what, what I'm going to cook for my husband and me. Um, and it's a goal. And, you know, some days or some weeks are better or worse than, than others, just depending on everything that's going on. But I find that if I can, <clears throat> when it comes time to be, uh, to be shopping, um, if I'm, if I'm already aware of some of the, the kind of more substantive meals that I, I'm thinking about cooking in the coming week, I can, um, make sure that I have those, the necessary ingredients and, and maybe minimize the other ones that I'm, I'm not going to get around to using maybe, and, and just kind of focusing on, um, on th- those larger meals, which for example, uh, cause we eat meat, I, I usually end up making, um, a, a roast chicken every couple of weeks and, um, we must get, I don't know, like four or five meals out of, out of a roasted chicken. And we talk about that later. It's, um, you know, it's, these aren't new ideas, but I just find that by <clears throat> investing a little bit of time, um, before I shop, it helps me, um, you know, make sure that I'm deploying our food dollars in a way that is most mindful and minimizes waste. And then, um, it kind of, um, (laughs) the hope is it smooths the process so that when it's time to make that lunch or that dinner, I know I've got what I need and I'm kind of like been mentally preparing, um, how I'm going to do it. And, and, uh, it just kind of flows. Um, that was even more acutely a need, you know, during the, the, the pandemic year. Right. But, um, but it's, it's a practice that I find, um, uh, meaningful and, um, maybe a second thing super quick is I, I really love to add unexpected elements to, to what I'm planning on making. And the very best thing is if I can use something from the yard of the garden, you know, like we were talking about nasturtiums in that last event that we did together. And I have some very persistent herbs that, survive 
you know, some neglect out in certain parts of the yard, like some sage and um, rosemary is always a very constant, you know, companion. It's just, it's just so tough and wonderful. So I try to, I try to use um, some herbs from our yard, uh, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, embellish and kind of have almost like a playful um, experience with, with the meals and um, doesn't always turn out the way that you expect, but it's usually it's usually all right, you know? Yeah, I totally, I'm so <laughs> glad that you made those suggestions um, because it really, you know, it's it seems a little daunting at times to meal plan if you put it that way, but just putting a little bit more mental energy into thinking ahead mm-hmm. um, in the kitchen can lower your waist. It will help your wallet. Um, you know, just overall, it's just going to make a really positive impact on your experience um, yep. in the kitchen. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh my goodness. I'm just, I'm so excited to connect with you and your listeners today, Liz. I mean, um, you know, we, we are literally here at Edible San Diego to be a resource to people. So um, I guess the, the last thing I'd like to mention is just to invite people to connect with us um, through whatever avenue feels more comfortable to them. We have, uh, there's a phone number on the website, email, um, social. Uh, we respond very quickly. We're on Facebook. We're, we try to be, um, you know, in, in, in multiple locations at any given time. But, you know, we'd really love to hear from people. Um, you know, what what is, you know, what is living, you know, in cooking and gardening and, uh, and uh, you know, taking care of our families and our homes like for people today? What would they like us to cover? Um, you know, questions about certain ingredients or cooking techniques or um, places to go in, in the area. Um, hopefully, as the economy is opening up faster and faster, we'll be able to get out to more farms and, and do... Um, you know, uh, more, more hiking and other outdoor activities. So, you know, um, the more interactive the conversation is that, that we are able to, um, to offer to people, the richer it will get. And um, we love to hear from people. So open invitation, heartfelt invitation. Um, I'd be happy to talk to anybody about any questions or ideas they have. If they are interested in, in contributing uh, stories or, or artwork for us, drawings, um, uh, poetry, uh, photography, you know, please reach out. We're, we're, we're here and we would love to hear from people. Beautiful. Well, I just want to say a huge thank you to you, Katie, for everything that you're doing and everything that your team is doing and for being here today. Cause it has been my pleasure to learn more about edible San Diego and yourself, um, as someone who is incredibly passionate, both personally and professionally about everything that you guys stand for. So just thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate the opportunity, Liz. Absolutely. You can find more information on Instagram at EdibleSD and online at www.ediblesandiego.com. As always, all of the resources and brands mentioned on today's podcast will be linked for your reference. And until next time, I'm Liz Murphy, sending you sustainability love from San Diego. Sustainability is Sexy is a nonprofit organization located in San Diego, California, focused on inspiring and driving innovation within our community to create real change. Learn more at sustainabilityisexy.org and find out how you can be involved.